Lotus FM News with Sureshan Pillay. Six o'clock, good evening. Nepal has declared three days of mourning for the victims of Saturday's earthquake, which is now known to have killed more than 5,000 people. The government says it has been overwhelmed by the scale of the catastrophe and is struggling to get aid to remote villages. The BBC's Sanjay Majumdar reports. Rain and thunderstorms are making it difficult for search and rescue teams to reach remote areas in the mountains, which have remained cut off for days following the earthquake. The bad weather is making it worse for hundreds of thousands of people sheltering in temporary relief camps. Nepal's Prime Minister Sushil Koirala has said the country is on a war footing, but has admitted that his administration is overwhelmed by the scale of the destruction. International aid is pouring in, but it's not reaching the people who need it most because of logistical issues and poor management. Flights carrying relief material are finding it hard to land because of congestion at Kathmandu's single airport. Mountaineer Sean Wisedale, who is leading a team of four South African climbers up Mount Everest, says they could continue their journey up the mountain despite the devastating earthquake that hit Nepal. Some people have been killed on Everest, but Wisedale says, to his knowledge, all the South Africans at base camp are alive. He says his five-man team has managed to move to a nearby village about two and a half hours away from base camp. It's better for us to stay here and wait until the situation is stabilized in Kathmandu before we think about heading there. We're in the valley now, we're in a place of relative safety because we we aren't surrounded by these loaded slopes. We may even go back and continue climbing. We have limited our medical staff and medical facilities, so we handed over all of our medicine, painkillers, and we just got stuck in trying to pull people out from under the ice, from, from under the tent. You know, there were hundreds of tents that were destroyed. We didn't have any choice, and obviously there were, there were many fatalities. Base camp is only just stabilised now. Wisedale, de- Wisedale describes the moment of the earthquake when the ice and rock fell off the mountains. When the ground starts shaking underneath you, it's obviously disconcerting, and it's, it's quite horrific because all the slopes which are towering thousands and thousands of metres above us, what happens with it is that everything starts loosening up and falling off those slopes. The, the most horrific thing that happened in base camp is that a massive slab of ice sheared one of the neighbouring mountains called Mount Amori. And that slab of ice came thundering into base camp. 150 metre high plume of crystallised ice and rock had just come thundering down into the camp. Moving on, Gauteng Premier David Makura says the reintegration of foreign nationals into communities is going well. Seven people died and hundreds of others were displaced following during, during the recent xenophobic attacks in the country. The Premier says they'll keep a close watch on the situation, adding that the absence of violence does not mean that the anti-immigrant sentiment has completely disappeared. Makura has been briefing the media in Johannesburg. Ekuruleni, where the first outbreak started, has been doing very, very well. The displaces have returned, most of them, to the communities where they came. That work is still going on. In Mayfair, already last week, some of the people could go back to Alexandra because the communities were saying that they are not supportive of the violence and the attacks. From where we stand with regard to the reintegration, that process has gone very well. And finally, KwaZulu-Natal Premier Senzan Kunu says they'll be focusing on good governance and coordination of government programs in order to speed up the eradication of poverty and achieve radical economic transformation. Kunu was delivering a budget of 743 million rand for the office of the Premier in the Provincial Legislature in Peter Maritzburg. He emphasised the need for efficient public servants in order to improve service delivery. 
He says for the state to deliver on its promises, it requires healthy and productive employees. As part of the strategy to reduce the rate of indebtedness, financial literacy summits will be coordinated in all districts. Summits targeting employees who are at risk such as senior managers, finance and supply chain management practitioners will be prioritized in order to prevent cases of fraud and corruption. Top story at 6 o'clock. Nepal has declared three days of mourning for the victims of Saturday's earthquake, which is now known to have killed more than 5,000 people. I'm Suresh Pele. I'll have your headlines in 30 minutes. Hit radio.